Real Talk Broadcast Network podcast. You can find us at www.realtalkbroadcastnetwork.org. You can also find us on iTunes Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Music Podcast. We are a podcast from the city of Long Beach. Our sponsors include Loving Unity Church in Long Beach under Pastor Johnson, Life in the Spirit Worship Center under Pastor Breedlam. Our other sponsors also include Marcus Brown Professional Detail Service, LLC. Give Mr. Brown a call. Your car will thank you. His number, 714-326-9327. Thank you. And now your host. Good afternoon and welcome and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I'm your podcast host, Pastor Trent Breland of Life in the Spirit Worship Center here in the state of California, located in the city of Bellflower, California. Once again, I thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And I want to say to all the listeners, happy, blessed new year. This is the beginning of a brand new, not only a brand new year, but the start of a new decade. So since this is a new decade, let's start this new decade off right. I want to let everyone know that's under the sound of my voice that you are purposed by design, that you are intended to be here. So we want to go to the word of God. I want to go to 2 Timothy chapter number 2, starting at verse number 8 through 10. Whenever I want to get inspired or encouraged, I turn to the word of God because nothing encourages me or inspires me like God's word. Because Jesus said in St. John chapter number six, he said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And Jesus said again in St. Matthew's gospel, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceed out the mouth of God. So, beloved, I want to encourage you, if you want to get inspired and lift up and build up your most holy faith, you want to get, go, get into the word of God. Let God talk to you because his word is life. It is eternal. And you need his word to live. I want to go to, again, 2 Timothy Chapter number two, beginning at verse, excuse me, chapter number one, beginning at verses eight, nine, and 10. And we're going to be looking at purpose by design. The word of God says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Verse number nine, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but now has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Now, listen to this, beloved. Listen to what God says in verse number nine in particular. He said, we are called with the holy calling. First of all, he saved us. He saved us. He rescued us. Saved us from what? Saved us from our sins. Saved us from the penalty of, of, of sin. 
um, because the scriptures let us know all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. He has saved us from the power of sin and the penalty of sin. The scripture also says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Jesus saved us from the power of sin and the penalty of sin. How did this happen? It's by um, the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. And he said, we were called with the holy calling. It's so powerful to know that we were called. That means that we were summoned by God. Just take this for, for a moment. It's just if God had a telephone in heaven and actually dialed you directly, call your name. He has your number. Yes, he knows exactly where you are right now. But yet still, he calls us. We do not choose him. He chooses us. He said he called us according, listen, according to his own purpose. That word according comes from a, um, a word. I want you to think of an accordion, an instrument. It's, it's an instrument, an accordion, in line with, in harmony with his plan. So if God called us according or in harmony with his plan, that lets me know that I'm not a mistake nor an afterthought. That I was intended to be here. You were intended to be here in time. Isn't that something? In time. We come through our parents. This is where our body comes from, our parents. But we come from God. We come from God through our parents. So if we come from God, know this, beloved, that you come with an assignment and a purpose attached to you. Anytime a manufacturer, a designer makes anything, he makes it with a purpose in mind. He designed it to function in a particular way. Our cars, our cell phones all function in a particular way according to how the designer has designed them to function. And the best way that you can use your cell phones, your cars, um, your um, smart TVs, if, if you read the instructions. The instructions for our life is called the Word of God. We call it the Bible. A lot of people have an acronym for the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. You want to know how to best function, how to be the best you you can be. You know you have people say, I want to be the best, um, the best of myself, the best of myself that I can be. Well, only best person of myself that I can be is to find it in the Word of God. I want to be like the designer. I want to function like the designer intended for me to be to function. And the only way I can do that is in the Word of God. So I was pur purposed. The word purpose means this, a setting forth. It is an intention. Listen, to that. it's a setting forth. It is an intention. You are intended to be here, a setting forth forth to be here. Now, I want you to, um, I want to follow this up with the word of God coming from Psalms 37 and 23. Psalm 27, I mean, excuse me, 37 and verse number 23 says this. David is the um, speaker here. He's the writer of this particular Psalms. He says in Psalms 37, verse number 23, he says these words, and listen to this. He says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Now, notice that the steps of a good man, depending on the translation that you're looking at, that word good man is, actually says a righteous man. The steps of a righteous man have been, listen to this, 
ordered by God. Now, I want you to look at that word order. That word order simply means it's been established. Your steps have been established and ordered by God. Excuse me. They have already been walked out by God. That's important for us to know. I love that because that lets me know that I want to walk the way that God has designed for me to walk. I want to do what God has designed me to do. I want to function the way that he purposed me to function. That's the best version of myself that I can be is the way that God created me to be. And I want you to notice how you were created in the first place. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26 lets us know Genesis is the first book of the Bible. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God says this, these words, God is speaking, Moses is the narrator, and he says, let us create man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the earth, over the fowls of the air, over the beasts of the fields, over the fishes in the ocean, watch this, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So man's purpose is to have dominion. That word dominion means authority, rulership, or if you will, kingdom over the earth. God created us to be the visible lords of the earth. He is the invisible Lord over the universe and all over the created realm. God created absolutely everything that we see. But God made him a visible replica of himself to rule the visible realm. And this visible replica of himself is called man. Now, beloved, precious heart, I want you to realize something. No other of God's creation can say or claim what is said concerning mankind. God created even the invisible world, the heavens, the angels, the seraphims, and the cherubims, but not one of them has it ever been said at any time that God created them in his image after his likeness, even though they are all spiritual beings. So we are blessed by God and we are loved by God. You hear me, beloved? I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if no one has told you recently that you that they love you. I don't want you to I don't want you to, to feel bad if no one's told you that you're special. You are special and you are unique. You are a unique design. There's no one like you. You can have a twin, an identical twin. You came, you came out of the womb minutes apart, but just like your fingerprints are uniquely different from your identical twin, so is your design. And it behooves us again to get in a relationship with our creator that we can best function and fulfill our purpose. This is what we want to do. We want to fulfill our purpose that God intended for us to fulfill. And that purpose is to be in right standing with him and to have a relationship with him. And so our steps have been ordered by God. That word ordered means to be established. It means to be marked out. My steps have been established and marked out by God. Isn't that something? It means I have, they have been bounded out by God. They have been ordained. They have already been determined by God. All right, God ordered it. God ordained it. Yes, our lives have been filled with I mean, ups and downs and difficulties, but through them all, God has yet been faithful and delivered them, delivered me, delivered us, you, out of, all, out of them all.
The scripture says in the word of God, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God deliver them, deliver them out of them all. God deliver us out of all our afflictions. Even if you may not be quote unquote, um, if they say a, 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 a church goer, you can be an unbeliever that's listening to me. <laughs> Excuse me. And you may have did some hideous things. Can I share with you? All of us has, because that's the burden of sin that all of us have had to bear and was born in that sin. We all have done some hideous things, but God does not love us any less. How do I know that? Because the scripture says in St. John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's you. That can be you. And you just came out of robbing somebody, taking somebody else's good. That's you. Even if you may be inhaling crystal meth or crack cocaine or smoking on the blood or drinking whatever you may be drinking. That's you. He still loves you. You're not beyond the reach of God. You're not hopeless. You are purposed by design. Do you not know that before we got here on planet Earth, and like I said, we're all born in sin. And the scripture says, shape and iniquity. That means that some things our life have encountered. Don't you know those things didn't catch God by surprise? But yet he delivered us out of them all. Because he loves us that much and he has that much power. He loves you, beloved. Don't give up. Let me tell you something. The enemy has a purpose. His purpose is spelled out for us in the word of God as well. The Bible says, the enemy cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan's purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. And let me tell you something. He's on his job. This is the, he is what's behind all this murder, all this rape, all this violence that we see. He is behind it. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. This is how come he has individuals drinking and uh, um, doing drive-bys, joining gangs, and robbing. And murdering individuals because he, he wants to destroy their life. He wants to kill their life. That drug that that person is, is, is taking, the enemy is using that to destroy your life. That's not your purpose to, to be destroyed. Your purpose is to live. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Now, beloved, I want to share with you again. We cannot fulfill our purpose outside of God. It has to be in Christ Jesus. It has to be in God. But give you some more scriptures to keep encouraging your heart while you're listening. You may be traveling to work. You may be traveling, getting ready to close a business deal. But I want you to know that you are purposed to be here. I want you to know your, your job. Many people have the um, assumption that their job is their purpose. No, your job is what you're trained to do. Your purpose is what you are born to do by God. You're born to serve God, to worship him, and to live like he designed for you to live. So I want to go to the word of God. I want to show you something coming from the book of Acts, chapter number two, the book of Acts. I'm going to take you to the word of God because you need to hear what God says for your life. Once you get what God says in your heart for your life and you believe it, things start to changing in your life because once you believe God, you invite God into your life and into your circumstance. And I'm here to tell you, beloved, things turn around. Acts chapter number two, verse number 23. Now this is talking concerning, David is actually speaking. He's the, he's, it's been spoke about here 
but the narrator is Luke and it's speaking about the life of Jesus and the things that befell Jesus while he was here on earth in his earthly ministry. Verse number 22, I will start there. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested or approved by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst as you yourselves also know. So what that is actually saying, beloved, what the narrator is actually saying here, he's talking about Jesus, and he said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, a man approved attest by God to you by miracles. In other words, the miracles that Jesus was doing while he was walking on the earth, while he was here in the tabernacle in the body, the miracles that he was doing, God was established and exhibiting and, and, and testifying that Jesus indeed is the beloved son of God. You remember in, in when the scripture says when Jesus went down to Matthew, excuse me, to be baptized in the Jordan by John, after he was baptized, the Bible says that the heavens were open and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove and lightened upon him. And there was a voice from heaven that said, this is my beloved son, hear him. All the miracles that was being done, that was God testifying about Jesus, that he's my son. So the things that Jesus did, is what God, the ordained man and the purpose and authority that God ordained man to walk in upon this earth. Jesus even said in St. John chapter number 14, verse number 12, he says, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do and greater works. So let's get to the word of God. Let's finish. And he says this, him being delivered, listen to what it says, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, for I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore, my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope. Now, this is, um, this again is Luke is the narrator, but it's been spoken about Jesus. And the one who's speaking this about Jesus is brother David. Now, I want you to know that David's time here on earth also was purposed by God. But David, according to the, um, the chronology, chronology, was born before the Christ. So he's speaking prophetically about the things that the Christ, the Messiah, would endure when he got here on earth. Okay, and this was designed by God. The things that Jesus went to, went through, excuse me, were designed by God. The cross, the death that Jesus went through on the cross, dying on the cross, that wasn't Satan's idea. That was God's purpose for Jesus. Because the scripture said, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So Jesus' purpose when he was born was to go to Calvary and die for the sins of the world. This is how when we first started in um, 2 Timothy verse num chapter number um, 1, verse number 9, verse number 10, he says that he abolished death and brought light and immortality to life through the gospel. The gospel is the life, the death, 
the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel that Jesus died on Calvary for our sins, beloved, that we may have a hope of eternal life. I, I come this afternoon to give somebody hope and let them know you have a purpose and your purpose by design. You are uniquely and wonderfully they made, David said. He said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nobody like you, beloved. Nobody can do what you can do. There'll never be another you. You too unique. You too gifted. You too blessed. You have a great purpose. Live your life fulfilling your purpose and glorifying God like Jesus did, who is our perfect example. Jesus came to show us the model, if you will, how God made man. He is our model. Watch this. A model goes before us. You've seen them on runways. They have a model modeling clothing or whatever they may be modeling. They want you to know how their clothing is going to fit. How it's going to look if you purchase because they're trying to sell a product. I'm not here trying to sell anything, but I'm advocating about Jesus. Hallelujah. That you need Christ in your life to fulfill the purpose that you was designed to fulfill. There's greatness inside of you. Untapped greatness inside of you. God is waiting to reveal unto you in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. We love you, beloved. We love you. Fulfill God's purpose. God has you here. He has you tuning in to fulfill his purpose. To fulfill the purpose that you were created, born to fulfill. Walking with God. Letting God reflect his love, his joy, his peace through your life. Radiating through your life so you can be a blessing to someone else. Because that's what Jesus was. Jesus was a blessing everywhere he went. Don't you want to be a blessing everywhere you go? You walk in a room, in a room, the atmosphere changes because you walked in there. You are blessed. And I'm glad to be here sharing this with you this afternoon. In 42 countries, this does my heart great to know that. 42 countries, you're hearing my voice. When many people that I may talk to in my family may get tired of hearing my voice, I'm glad to have a voice to share with somebody and let you know that you're purpose by design. You hear me, young lady? You're purpose by design. You may be pregnant with a child. The father may have stepped out and said he doesn't want to have anything to do with the child, but that child and yourself is purpose. That child has a purpose as well. Even that child that's not been born has a purpose. Don't abort the baby. That child has a purpose. That life was given by God. It has a purpose. Don't dare let that thought from the enemy enter your mind to abort. You hear me, young man? Don't take your life. Your life has purpose. I know your back may be up against them all. It may seem like the world is against you. But let me encourage you through the word of God. God said, if I before you. Who can be against you? I want you to know God is on your side. God Almighty is on your side. You didn't tune in by accident. You tune in because God wants you to know your purpose by design. So put the gun down. Don't do it. You're not, that, that's not fulfilling God's purpose. That's the enemy putting that thought in your mind. But that devil is a liar. And I rebuke that devil in Jesus' name. How God wants you to have life. Hallelujah. Do you not know you may be the one that God has purpose to come up with a cure to AIDS? 
One of the things that, that, that Dr. Miles Monroe said before he left here, I was listening to a, a tape by the great speaker um, in the kingdom, Dr. Miles Monroe, and he said the richest place he said, what do you think the richest place in the world is? And in my little mind, now he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to uh, uh, the person who was interviewing him. And I just happened to be tuning in. But it caught my attention what he said. He actually said, what do you think the richest place on earth is? And, you know, many people start talking Africa and this place and that place. And he said, yeah, they have um, diamonds and, you know, they have gold here. And, and he said, that's wonderful. He said, but no, that's not the richest place. And after they kept uh, the panelists kept um, searching their mind and I'm tuning in, I'm searching my mind. I said, well, these are not the place. He said, he said, the, the richest place on earth, listen to this. He said, is the cemetery. And that blew my mind. I said, the cemetery. He said, he didn't say yes, the cemetery. He said, because the cemetery is the place where you have a lot of unfilled people that have not fulfilled their purpose, their dreams in the cemetery. You got songs that have never been written. You got books that have never been written. Excuse me, songs that have never been recorded. Books that have never been written. Cures that will never be dis discovered in, 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 the, in the cemetery because people have died not fulfilling their purpose and not allowing God to reveal to them what he has placed inside of them through Christ Jesus. And I want to live the rest of my days, hallelujah, discovering the purpose that God has called me to do. And I believe I'm, I'm, I'm embarking on that right now in, on this podcast, preaching and speaking and communicating to people in 42 countries. Now, I don't know how many people that is, but 42 countries? Just imagine if it's 100 people listening to me in each one of those countries, 40, that's 4,200 people being, a, being impacted by God's word to let them know that your purpose by design, there's a God in heaven that's alive and loves you and letting you know that you're not an afterthought, beloved. We love you. I want you to continue to continue and tune in next week to this broad, to this podcast where we will continue to be speaking on purpose by design. God bless you and we love you. Until next week, remember your purpose by design. Go rejoicing and know that you are God's workmanship created unto good works in Christ Jesus, which God has ordained. Listen to this again. Before the world began, God had you in mind before he even created Adam. He saw you. God bless you. And we love you, beloved. Don't give up, but hang in there.